Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, yeah. I sort of hate for Christmas to be gone just because of the Christmas music. Now, we just need to have Christmas in July. Singing, you know. Who knows? It may be snowing in July. We'll have a Christmas, a white Christmas in July. Amen. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. We continue thinking about the unfolding of Christmas. Of course, we've already celebrated the birth of Jesus. Already had a wonderful cantata from our choir. And an outstanding presentation with our children and our youth. Wow. I believe it was the best I've ever heard and the best I've ever seen since I've been here. And I praise God for all of you who worked so hard to put all that together. Luke's Gospel, chapter 2, beginning with verse 8. Luke 2, 8. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. They were very much afraid. And the angel said unto them, Don't be afraid, for behold, today I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told concerning them, this child. And all that heard it wondered at all things that were told them by the shepherds. Father, thank you for the shepherds. Thank you for them being the first missionaries. After having seen and heard, they went and told. Lord, give us that opportunity. We know that the lost people are out there. They're lost in here. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you'd help us to speak a kind word that it might draw them to your throne, that they might accept you as their Savior. And Lord, we just thank you and praise you for your holy word. Now speak to our hearts in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> the shepherds were not easily fooled. Uh, they were not considered wise men, but they were considered practical men. They were not popular, that's for sure. Uh, people looked down at the shepherds living out there among animals, smelly, but doing the job which they'd been called to do. And you know, probably those who talked about them, hey, they eat the meat. They eat the meat. Well, it imagine, it's amazing to me. You know, God selected hard-working men to reveal the birth of his son to. 
First of all, the Bible says they were visited by an angel. Now, the Bible don't say Gabriel. We just assume we would think it would be Gabriel who came and spoke to them. And then a whole host of angels came and made the announcement again. A whole chorus of them. For the first time in centuries, <clears throat> God had spoken in the earth once more. For the first time in centuries, I understand 400 years, 400 years they hadn't had a word from God. And then all of a sudden, here comes Jesus. Well, it's been a long time since Jesus was born, but he's still speaking. And the thing about it is, he is coming back. Are we ready? Are we prepared for this great announcement that is being made over and over and over According to the Bible, they were brave men, but the Bible says they were afraid. And the Bible also says in verse 10, fear not. We don't want you to be afraid. Today, God does not want his children to be afraid. He wants us to be bold. He wants us to be brave and to speak up for him wherever we are, to speak the good word for Jesus. While I'm on this right here, I want to tell you, if you haven't, <clears throat> if you don't know about the Jesus, reach for Jesus coins. They're back there where Matt and Holly are sitting. They're $3 a piece. And the story I wanted to tell you this morning, uh, I've, everywhere I try to go, I carry those coins or I give them to somebody and say, here, here's how you can order them and you can give them away. A friend of mine in uh, Traveler's Rest, I gave him one and told him about it. And, oh, he was so excited. His church began to order them and began to sell them. They had a mission trip recently to West Virginia. They, they had made enough money on the coins that they bought 400 coins. They got to West Virginia in this certain area where they were going to minister. They went to the local school. They asked permission. Could they give these coins and pamphlets to every child in that school? The principal said, you sure can. They gave out those coins. Two to three weeks later, the principal, I'm assuming, called the pastor of the church there in Traveler's Rest and said, I want you to know there's been 40 kids saved as a result of these coins. I mean, praise God. It, hey, it is the most powerful witnessing tool I have ever experienced. I'm at the gas pump. I reach in my pocket. I make sure the head is headed toward them. And I, I say, sir or ma'am, I want to give you something. I haven't had not one person yet say, I don't want that thing. They reach and they take it and they look at it. And I said, look on the back. You'll see a, the, the Lord's Supper table. And, and the, I said, look underneath the table. I said, you see the large hand reaching down for the little hand? I said, that's God. And I said, you reached for Jesus today. And I said, I have a pamphlet here that goes with that. May God bless you or Merry Christmas or Happy New Year or whatever time of year it is. It will work, y'all, I promise you. You don't have to say a whole lot. And when you flash that gold coin out there, I mean, hey, they're going to take it and look at it. They may give it back to you. Say, hey, I don't want it. I've given it to you. If you don't want it, you give it to somebody. But let's keep the thing going. We're on, uh, this is 800 uh, that has been bought so far. And uh, they're, they're going, and I praise God for that ministry of a little old couple down in, uh, I lost a train of thought, the, down in Georgia somewhere. Uh, some of them might remember can tell me right quick, but I forget the name of the place. <clears throat> but I first got my uh, I first I got my first coin um, 
at Moultrie, Georgia at the Farm Expo. A man gave it to me. I'd never seen nothing like it. Haven't seen anything like it since. Over there also on the table is a real huge coin. I'm going to fix to order those. Um, if you care to look at it, it's laying over there. Got a place for you to sign if you want one because I don't want to order a bunch of those and they not go, okay? So they're just basically a, a, a coin that you can, can display. But I thank God for the story of Jesus, which never, never ends, never changes, always fresh. It's, a, it's, a, it's something we can announce. It's something we can continue to announce. We've celebrated his birth. We need to be ready, prepared, and celebrate his return because he is coming. When we think about this, I just want to think about the shepherds and their discovery. And again, you, you think about these men out there. If they said they saw an angel, you could bank on it. They saw an angel. Now, I don't know today if, I, if one was to flutter down in front of me and speak to me. I don't know that I could take it. I would probably be like they were, afraid. But they heard from God Almighty through Gabriel, if it was Gabriel, and these, this host of heavenly beings that came down and sang, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill to all people. Now, they, they discovered, they, as they looked at this, they discovered their reflections. I mean, the angels had gone away, all right? He done come, they spoke, they sang, they left. Here they are. They're sitting around probably a fire. They're watching their, their herd, and, and they're thinking, hey, was this, are we dreaming? Was this an illusion? Had to be somebody say, hey, I've never seen it like this before, but it was real. Wasn't no illusion. I was not dreaming. I was very much awake. And what do we need to do with this? So we began to reflect on what they need to do. Uh, you know, they, they heard the angel. They heard angels. They heard the announcement, good tidings, great joy. What could they do but go and see? Uh, the shepherds thought about the, the, the supernatural occurrence that they witnessed. Nothing had ever happened like that to them out there. It says by night, dark, and here comes these heavenly beings. So they, they say in the scripture, let us, uh, in verse, uh, verse 15, let us now go even unto Bethlehem. The word even there means that it was some distance. The Bible says it was in the same country, okay? We live in South Carolina. Some of you live in Georgia. Some of you live elsewhere. We're in the same country, but maybe different states. But they say, let's go even unto Bethlehem, meaning that it was uh, not a, a little piece, but it was, might have been a great distance. But they said, hey, let us go. Let us go and see this thing, even unto Bethlehem. And when we move along with the story, they discovered, when we think about their reflections, you know, we need to reflect back on our life, okay? Just for a moment, just reflect back on your life. Where have your life come from? Where is it now, and where is it going? What do we have to offer? If you're saved, we have the, the greatest gift of all, and that's the gift of Jesus. And to give it away through, if nothing else, through these coins and these pamphlets. Make sure, if you get a coin, get a pamphlet. It goes with it. It'll explain the whole thing. You don't have to wonder what to say. It'll speak for itself. These angels, they spoke the word of God, and the, and the shepherds took it in and couldn't wait to go and share. They discovered that they needed to make a decision. 
Now, uh, verse 15, again it says, uh, let us go into Bethlehem and see the thing which has come to pass, which the Lord, the Lord hath made known to us. Nobody else but the Lord made known to us. <clears throat> let us go to Bethlehem. <clears throat> Excuse me, they worked as a team. Now, um, I'm satisfied they just didn't walk off and leave the, the sheep by themselves. They had called in some friends or something. Hey, can y'all keep the sheep a, few, a little while because we're going to be gone. Somebody had to be there. Somebody had to watch them. And of course, they were triumphant. They, they, they were ready to go and, and let us go, as they said, and see this thing that has come to pass. Let us see what the Lord has revealed. They recognized the hand of God that had visited them. They accepted the divine revelation. For unto you is born a child. Well, you know, we want signs today. And the Bible says that they made haste. They got in a hurry. The haste reveals their excitement. Can't wait to get there. The haste reveals also their faith. They were putting their faith in God. I wonder, if those that they may called in to watch the sheep, I wonder, say, hey, you ain't going to believe this, but, man, we've been visited by, by angels from heaven, and, and they tell us about a child that's been born, and we want to go see it, and we want you to keep sheep. Hey, I doubt if they told all that, or the whole crowd would probably been wanting to go. Their haste also reveals their joy, their excitement. When we think about Christmas, hey, children get excited, and we get excited watching the children get excited. But as we talk about Christmas and we, we get excited about Christmas, we don't need to forget what the real true meaning of Christmas is. They discovered also their reward. In verse 16, it says that they came with haste and found Mary uh, and Joseph uh, uh, and the babe lying in a manger. See, he told them there'd be a sign. You'll find a babe. He'd be lying in a manger. He'd be wrapped in swaddling cloths. Uh, and they, according to verse 12, let me, let me just look back at verse 12 right quick. And they shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe. They had to search for it, okay? They wasn't like the wise men having a star. Can you imagine getting into the town <clears throat> and going to every, <clears throat> excuse me, every barn there was, peeping inside, looking for a babe and a mama and a daddy? I mean, hey, they kept on going. Our life is like that. We should not stop. Once we're saved, ought to put us on the ramp to, to keep on rooting and digging in God's Word and searching the Scriptures to find out what else God wants us to do. He's put signs in the Bible for us. He's told us how it will be in the last days, that people will be marrying and, and remarrying and, and drinking and what have you. So it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the, son, when the coming of the Son of Man shall come, it shall be the same way. So these shepherds, they're, they're, they're discovering their reward because they found Mary, they found Joseph, and they found uh, the baby. You see, the whole world is just recently celebrated Christmas. They may not actually celebrate the birth of Jesus, but they celebrated Christmas. Looks like to me when you see the word Christmas, I see Christ. I mean, right off, Christ. Had it not been for Jesus, hey, there'd be no Christmas. Why the trees? Hey, he died on a tree. They brought gifts. We exchanged gifts. It's better to give than it is to receive. I want to be on the giving end rather than on the receiving end. 
I'd rather be one doing the visiting than be the one that's getting visited. But these, these shepherds, uh, they wanted God's will to be done and they wanted to go see this thing which had happened. Now, I asked you, I asked myself, have we allowed the Holy Spirit of God to speak to our hearts? You know, God speaks, but do we listen? Surely, God, you don't want me to do that. I don't have time to tell you the stories when I think, God, surely not. Well, if God speaks, you don't need a second opinion. The shepherds didn't run into town and say, hey, we've just seen this and heard this. Do you reckon it's, it's true or just a, a hoax? They didn't do that. It was so powerful, so real, that they got up with haste and went and found what God said you'd go and find. Have you been listening to any wise Christian people lately? Have you allowed Jesus to come into your heart? Have you allowed him to speak to your heart and tell you what he'd ask you to do? In closing, I, I just want to share this simple little thing with you. Life was hard back then. Life was hard. Taxes were high. Unemployment was high. Morals were slipping lower. And the government was crooked. Same thing is going on today when the Son of Man came, born of a virgin, laid in a manger, grew up, became a man, did everything right, healed people, touched lives, called people to follow him, and they did. He's still calling people to follow him. I praise God for the last Sunday's service and the, those who were willing to follow Jesus in baptism. But he's coming back and we need to be ready. We need to be prepared. But of all the problems and troubles we have in this life, in this world today, listen. God sent his son Jesus when things were bad. And he'll send Jesus. He will come at the right time. And the Lord, you know, we sing a song, the Lord has come. But the question is, we know that he's come. We believe that he was born of a virgin and, you know, as a baby. We believe that. But have we accepted it in our heart? And are we willing to rejoice as the shepherds rejoiced after the angels had gone away and they said, hey, let's go. And the Bible, you know, it points out uh, exactly what they did. Um, they, they, they are our example. Listen, they received the message by faith. It says, for unto you is born. And so for unto us, a son has been given. For unto us, Jesus went to the cross and died. Well, the shepherds not only received this message by faith, but they also responded by obedience. Go and see this thing which has come to pass. And then they reported the good news. That's our job. We've heard the message. We received the message. And we need to go tell about the message. Father, in the name of Jesus, speak to our hearts. Lord, you've done it all. You have done everything. <clears throat> Father, you've sent your son Jesus through the virgin birth. You allowed him to go to the cross and die for our sins. You allowed him to be buried, and three days later you, you raised him from the dead. And he is alive today. You've taken him back into heaven. And Lord, he's waiting.
Father, he's waiting on you to tell him to come get your bride. Let us be ready for this great event. Oh, we've, we've done a lot of things this Christmas, buying and buying gifts and wrapping and, and excitement of giving. But what will we do with Jesus? He's a gift to us. It's already been opened. We know what it is. It's salvation, full and free. And I pray that you'd touch hearts and lives in here right now, Father. Speak to our hearts. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.